Hey, y'all. This is Chris McAdoo. And this is Jalen Baker. And we're here with a special episode of Big Ideas Welcome. So these episodes release when Jalen gets the chance to talk with folks from the KEC, the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center's 100 Knoxville cohorts. 100 Knoxville is a whole program and movement founded with so many partners that are so dedicated to helping founders of color, to helping black businesses grow in the Knoxville area by $10 million over the next five years. And we've got so many cool folks that Jalen's going to introduce you to folks like Alexis. Alexis is the owner of Empowered Doula Services, which means that she basically is an advocate for women throughout the birthing process, whether that's before, during, and after. Alexis, we had so much fun during our photo shoot and during our conversation. She brought so many fun props that really gave me a picture for how she works with expecting mothers and walks with them uh, and make sure that she can give her best to them as an advocate. So, But also Alexis has done a lot of personal work, a lot of self-care work. We talked through that and just how she's able to give her best when she is her best. So I'm super excited for y'all to hear from Alexis today. I think that's going to be great. It's taking taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Y'all, thank you so much. We are honored to be in your ears today. All right. Alexis, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming to talk with me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay. I am super curious about your journey and would just love to know what was the moment that got you interested in working as a doula? So it was really from my own life experience. Okay. Um, I was a teen mom and I had an amazing mother um, who made sure that I had, you know, information, um, resources and actually hired me a doula um, and a midwife. And so after having my son, just, you know, feeling empowered, feeling loved, supported, um, really just like, I feel like I need to do this. Like, you know, I really loved it um, just to feel supported and wanted to empower, um, you know, other families. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really sweet. I feel like whenever you have a personal connection, like you've literally lived the experience of yes. having a doula. And so, you know what you wanted, mm-hmm. or at least can learn from that. That's, that's really cool. Tell me what was the on ramp to becoming a doula? Like, did you get practical experiences you were learning or was it an online course? How did you yeah, so it was actually um, my online training, and there's so many different organizations that you can get trained through. Mm-hmm. And COVID, once COVID hit, it really, you know, I had time to mm-hmm. think, like, I don't want to work the job. I'm not really happy where I'm at. Yeah. I'd rather do something that I feel like I love doing. It's passion. You know, it's very passionate to me and dear to my heart. And so I actually went through a training, which was only a whole weekend of training. And then we had to work on like getting certified. So there was requirements of like, for example, you have to attend five births. Okay. Um, and it's like documentation, so reading, things. You doing you it, to, yeah. Practicing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it's very hands on to wow. be able to get that experience and work with families. Really cool. To get certified. And, and what was the, I'm just curious if you had like, more experienced doulas that you were partnering with or mentors or how, how did you build the confidence to say like, yeah, I, I can handle this. Um, it really just based off my live experience. Okay. Um, once I, you know, made that decision, I went for it and just kind of went on faith um, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur and really, you know, 
got into the work. Once I started doing it, I did um, start mentoring, inspiring doulas as well. So everything I've done has really just been a learned experience. Wow. And like very organic, it sounds like not like you had to force anything. That's super cool. Something I noticed on your website when I was um, just learning about a little bit about your life, mm-hmm. I, I saw that you refer to yourself as a student and a mentor, which I thought like, wow, that's super humble to be like, I'm a student. I'm doing I'm doing what I do, but also like I'm still learning. Can you kind of speak to why you refer to yourself as a student and a mentor? Because one thing I really took away and just kind of, you know, learning as I go is, you know, to be a CEO, you have to be a great student. Right. So there's nothing that I feel like, oh, I just know everything. Like I'm very like, okay, hey, I know I cannot do it all. I might not know this. Um, So I'm very open minded to, you know, taking as much resources and knowledge um, for people that's been entrepreneurs or been Mm -hmm. doing this longer than I have, even like in the birth room. Um, I have some, you know, inspired uh, midwives and doulas um, that I look up to. Um, So I really just, you know, I am a student. I'm not, you know. Just know it all, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I'm doing the work, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really where that comes from. Yeah. And I'm sure every birth that you've witnessed has been like different and there's there's different needs. There's different. Yes. So to continually be learning that I'm sure that's Most important. definitely every birth you go to, you're continuously learning. Uh-huh. Something. Do you remember your first birth? The, the I one do. That you first, yeah. My first birth um, that I helped attend was very um, interesting. You know, I've. I've, you know, gave birth myself. Um, I've even was acting as a doula for my sister, and I didn't realize that I was acting that role early on. But just to be in that space um, and support, you know, that family was everything. Um, and it was definitely an eye-opener, just, you know, being in, like, a hospital setting because my first birth was a hospital setting that I supported. So it was definitely, like, a different feel um, for me, per se. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, very different. Yes, but setting. it was great. That's awesome. That's really sweet, too, that you got to do that for your sister. Yes. How cool. Wow. How else? Tell me, like, how your family has supported or been with you in this journey. How else have they affected your journey as an entepreneur? So my mom is my number one support, my go-to, my soundboard, everything. She helps me, and she's very phenomenal. So she's always been there to support me, even when I was pregnant at a young age. So she's definitely um, inspired me and lead in examples in ways that she doesn't probably realize she has, and she hasn't been an entrepreneur. (laughs) But just, you know, encouraging words um, and just being there like, hey, have a birth. Can you get my kids? Like, she's always there. So she's very inspired me in many ways because I I wouldn't know what a doula was if it wasn't for my mom hiring mm-hmm. um, a doula for me. It sounds like, um, well, I think community as an entrepreneur is such a huge tool. Like you can't do it alone. Even if you are doing the business part alone, the life part requires like a village to make it work. Yes. Village is key. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Can you tell me a little more about the village that you've been building? Because you've been a part of like formalizing like Groups of doulas in Knoxville. So tell me about that group, how that came about. So yes, there was, um, there is an organization of doulas and oddly I established that to, you know, form community for specifically black birth workers, right? And just, you know, support one another and bring more awareness of doulas in the importance. So, um, during COVID when I started, like that was my big, 
go to was like I need to bring awareness because you know everybody don't know what a doula is right and so I wanted to really cultivate that in a way to where people know like hey we're here we're here to you know give you resources educate you Um, and with that organization we give you know workshops free classes and partner um, with other you know professionals and birth people in the community mm-hmm. to just bring those education and resources yeah, overall. So, yeah, it takes a village. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm a, I'm a student and an entrepreneur, but I know how important it is to have a village, even outside of your family, mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, support pregnancy, postpartum, right. those type of things. Right, so. yeah. Man, I... I feel like the spirit of collaboration, I, I'm hearing that that's like such a value. And I, I feel like it can be really hard for people to see that when they're worried about comp- competition and like, oh, wait, I'm doing the same thing. And you, you're offering the same thing. Like, let's not get on each other's toes. How have you fostered that spirit of collaboration with other duelists? Like, yeah. So um, I just, you know, show up and come as I, cause I, come as I am, sorry. And, you know, just kind of get a feel because everybody, you know, isn't, you know, just want to be collab. Right. Right. So um, just kind of been mindful of who I do collab or partnership with is mm-hmm. really important. Everybody can't, you know, go where you're right, going. Right? right. But just being the example um, yeah. to be like, hey, it's better if we come together um, mm-hmm. for the community. Right. right. Unity. So right. it's it's just it's better overall. And um, all I can do is show up and just be that and walk in that yeah. every day. I, I think when you touched on something about it, like it's better for the community because your work isn't just like I'm making a paycheck. Like yeah, it's, it's not about me. Making a yeah. Difference. yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, birth work is, you know, universal. Like it's not about me. It's mm-hmm. about showing up for those families um, and babies that need yeah. it. Um, so I put me out of it mm-hmm. and look at the bigger mm-hmm. picture. Yeah, your your work, I mean, has like deep, just like a long history of like being important, it, particularly in the black community yes. because of the higher death rates for black mothers that are birthing. What? Why is it so important for you to be involved in this work because of that history, that ancestral um that goes back into my lived experience. For example, I remember my mom was like, oh, you know, it's a birth center. This when a birth center was here. Um, there's no birth center. But she was like, I just do not want you to experience what I experienced. Right. And back in those times, that was completely different how childbirth and things was going. And most of the time when, you know, I do talk to clients who've had previous children, they're traumatic. They're not good. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, they kind of surprised that when I tell my story, it's actually positive. I felt great, you know. And so just kind of changing that that view and making sure that, you know, families can tell their story, even if it's traumatic, it's a healing. You know, it's going to take a while to heal. But that's that's my main mission is to make sure whatever happens, if things don't go as planned, which that happens sometimes Mm -hmm. in birth, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But we're still going to make sure that you have a great experience and you remember it in a positive way than traumatic. So just kind of piggyback off your question, that really hit home for me because that's all I've heard, you know, it's like traumatic. Even my family, like past my mom, it's all been not good for black women. Yeah. So it's so important to be able to shift that shift, narrative yes. and have a hand in actually making it better. Most definitely. Yeah. I imagine, I don't know, but I imagine that as an advocate for others, that's a very emotionally 
involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very like mentally like taxing. Like you it takes know. a lot of energy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm I'm just wondering like how do you counterbalance that with like restorative practices in your own life to not feel depleted all the time? Yeah. So um, actually, you know, I try not to use the word balance. Because, you know, if you have your priorities and things lined up, everything's going to move in harmony, right? So if you know where you're going um, and if you have a great system in place, then, you know, you always have to make time for yourself. So that's something I do on a daily is wake up, make time for myself before I can, you know, give, be a mother, be an entrepreneur, you know, like I have to show up for me first and give myself grace before I can be able to give any energy or support anybody, mm-hmm. you know, because then I'll be falling short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like the, <laughs> my cup will be completely gone. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. what are some of your favorite, when you make time for yourself, what are the, some, of, some of the things that you do for yourself? Um, so recently I've started working out. Uh, that's been new, but I always do these um, doula care type of herbal baths. I love my baths. Um, I love journaling, and I just love nature. So it can be as simple as me going outside, grounding, yeah. sipping some tea, yes. <laughs> taking 10 or 15 <laughs> minutes just to, you know, get yeah. back grounded and just give myself time. Mm-hmm. So simple things don't take much. It doesn't. I know. I, just, I, I think it's like holding a cup of warm tea, and I'm just like, Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, we're back. Tell me about your teas, because you, like, make your own Yes, blend. yes, yes. So I have a Nubian herbal blend, uh, which I make for pregnant um, people. Mm-hmm. And it really helps with toning of the uterus, has a lot of good, you know, nutrition, vitamins. Um, and it really can help them prepare uh, their uterus and stuff for labor. So typically they will take that starting second trimester and on all the way up. Um, so I have some some good, um, you know, chill type of herbs like red raspberry, uh, oat straw, those type of good relaxing type of herbs. And then um, I have actually been curating some other things Exciting. that I'll be rolling out shortly. <laughs> okay. um, stay tuned, everyone. Yes, stay tuned. <laughs> Don't want to say too much, but it's coming. Okay. Um, but yes, my herbs is, you know, just to really give a warmth. And it's all based off of pregnancy and birth, yeah. healing, yeah. Um, even postpartum, those type of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you just completed completed the 100 Knoxville cohort recently. Yes. Tell me about like the impact of, of going through that program. So oh, it was it was very impactful. <laughs> yeah. um, it was a lot of things that I've learned that I didn't know as entrepreneur um, business wise, because, you know, I'm doing this learning as I go. Right. right, right. Um, so it was very impactful. I've taken a lot of great sound advice from Candice. Yeah. Um, I love her. She's amazing, straightforward. Going to tell is. you like it is. She and is. I very much appreciate that yeah. because that's how my mom is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very impactful and let me like really see like, oh, let me, I can do this a little different yeah. business wise. So, yeah. do you have? Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure that there's like notebooks full of information that you got from the from the course. But do you have like maybe a, a piece of wisdom from a mentor from Candice that you've really like held on to? She said so many good things. <laughs> um, I will say, you know, one that we were just kind of hitting on is making sure you keep your cup full and whatever overflows yeah. onto your saucer. That's what you have to give, but don't let your cup get low. Okay, so I'm not going to say the word balance. Okay, but <laughs> equilibrium. Just kidding. Yes, <laughs> that's fine. You can use balance. <laughs> um, as 
a business owner and a mother. Mm-hmm. How, how how have you incorporated practices to make sure that you are able to give your kids everything that you want to give them and also be the badass business owner that you want to be? Um, making time for me. It yeah. starts there. And I'm very like strategic organized. I'm mm-hmm. a Virgo. So mm-hmm. I, I pretty much, if I don't have like a system or kind of like a schedule yes. throughout my week, right, then I will, I'll be out of place. I'll be like, oh. So mm-hmm. it really starts with giving myself time and having um, like a routine throughout the week where, I, where I'm using my time at things I need to do. So yeah. I kind of balance out like that for sure. Curious how people, so I know you have like some stuff that's going to be coming out, yes. rolling out, and I want people to be able to find it. Can you share like how we find you online or like if you're at pop-ups markets or anything like that? Yeah. So you can definitely find me and follow me on IG and Facebook at Empower Doula Services and as well my website, which is www.powerdoula.services. Everything that I offer, my products will be on my website as well and I also do community work with the collective so there's always events happening that I will be at um you just kind of have to stay tuned um and follow me to know what's going on and and what's the name of the collective can you say that um it's not so black doula collective not so black doula collective amazing thank you so much yes thank you for having me good to have you Thank you to our partners, First Bank, for making this episode possible. Learn more about First Bank at firstbankonline.com. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxcc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.